What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 287. We're here on Thursday, May 20th. Let's get started here today. Commissions, that's the new buzzword in D.C. now. We have two commissions going on. One is Joe Biden's commission to destroy the entire federal judiciary that we have, the Supreme Court. Uh, and the other is going through Congress right now, a total bull commission to review the events of January 6th. Not surprisingly, we had a bunch of Republican turncoats on that one, 35 of them. Yeah, a ton of GOP turncoats. Yeah, I, I mean, not surprisingly, the 10 pieces of Republicans who voted to impeach Trump were part of that, but a number of other ones disappointingly took part in that bull. Leadership up on the Hill, GOP leadership, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell are firmly against such a bill. Um, and it may die in the Senate. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Man? I, I think it will die in the Senate. I, I saw CNN had the Chiron uh, that pretty much it's dead in the water. So good. Well, that's good. News. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But that was this morning. You never know. Things could change. You know, but, some, someone could switch. You never know. But as for now, I don't think the prospects are good. It's just so blatantly obvious what they're trying to do. Oh, they're yeah. trying to, they're yeah. trying to be able to subpoena sitting members of Congress for this. Yeah. And when Republicans were like, OK, well, if we're going to do this, then, you know, other attacks on Congress should be included in this, such as the Good Friday attack on yeah. the barriers of the Capitol, which yeah, the, uh, course, the Farrakhan supporter. Yes, of course, was uh, perpetrated by somebody that they don't want to look into. And then the congressional baseball shooting, which, of course, was perpetrated by somebody they don't want to look into. So, you know, they try to say it's this bipartisan thing, which is total bullshit. And Republicans shouldn't play along with this. But, you know, it's the usual characters that, you know, get down on their knees for the Democrats as usual. <laughs> Any other thoughts on that before we move on? No, nah, man, it's just it's the same. They just cannot let this guy alone. He lives rent free in, in their head. If you thought Russian collusion was was uh, annoying. Well, this is going to be their, their newest uh, obsession, the January 6th riot. So, oh, yeah. Well, and of course, in New York, they're targeting him with a political witch hunt uh as well yeah yeah and uh, the new york the new york ag finally joined in so it's uh something's gonna happen there rest assured that, that's the that's the dems favorite conspiracy theory right now is that trump will be charged and then when they want to have him extradited from florida oh uh, this, this is not gonna do it yeah, yeah. the king ron won't go along with yeah. that it's gonna be like but, uh i personally uh, would love survivor it. subplot <laughs> That would be freaking awesome if he, if he didn't. He was like, you, New York. Yeah. He can stay here as long as he wants. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, another story coming out today is uh, infighting in the Biden administration. And you wrote about this. Why don't you tell us what happened? Basically, I, I guess Politico is running out of material to write about because there's so many scandals with, with Joe Biden. So they have to go back to like 2019. It's when Jill, uh, it's when Kamala Harris called him a racist. Remember that? Mm -hmm. It's basically about like how she came up with it, how they crafted it, because like she's, you know, Kamala respects Joe Biden and it didn't want to make it too personal. And then she does that. And then Joe Biden apparently during a commercial break leaned over to Pete Buttigieg and said, that was some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> And um, basically, it's just how, like, she wasn't ready for, like, you know, to take on, you know, to get into the big leagues. Because as soon as that, as soon as she set off that, that grenade, it turned out that she and Joe actually agreed on federal busing. So, yes. it was like, then why did you say it in the first place? And then Jill Biden, you know, being a, the Philly girl, she just went off, apparently, on a call with supporters. She was like, do you see what, what, what we're trying to do, what we're running on? And she comes out and says that? Go f*** yourself. 
But obviously that has that has you know water under the bridge but you know it was just very it just kind of it, it was a nice little throwback to how like disastrous the Kamala Harris 2020 run was I think people forget yeah. it was an absolute nightmare yeah um, well, also Joe Biden is an evil so that too that too uh yeah you know everyone's like oh isn't Dr. Jill so nice and I'm like well one's not a doctor yeah uh, two She's actually an evil conniving behind all of this. So moving along, Biden yesterday gives another gift to the Russians, uh, which, you know, if if Trump did this, my God, look out. Yeah. Um, he basically allowed the completion of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which is the Russian pipeline, giving essentially Putin control over Europe's energy. Uh, yeah. So axing pipelines here at home but Russian pipelines okay. And he did this through a waiver of congressionally mandated sanctions um, and even corrupt Bob Menendez is against such a thing. Can you imagine how the liberal media would be freaking out if Trump had done something like this? Oh, oh my God. W wasn't this a Trump policy to stop? Yeah, I, yes, I, Trump yeah, I remember, I, I remember the, the State Department spokesperson got pressed on this too. Yeah, Trump um, was the one that was stopping it along yeah. with Rick Grinnell. And yeah. not so much. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Yeah. So Biden is a Russian asset. And yep. that's how this game works. There's a P tape. There's a P tape then. Yeah. There's definitely a P tape. Because Blinken was like, also said that we needed to get all a little cozier with Russia and for the sake of world peace or something. So mm -hmm. Blinken, Biden, they both have P tapes. I don't want to go down there, bro, because I'll say something ridiculous. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> uh, illegal immigration. Oh, the uh, I want to piss on you. Oh, my God. Illegal immigration is only getting worse at the border. And now we find out that Biden administration is flying illegal aliens to American cities in the middle of the night. This is reported for sure. Which we knew, you know, we've talked about this. They fly them into Fairfax County where we live all the time. But now they're flying in them into places such as Tennessee. Chattanooga's Wilson Air Center is receiving planes carrying illegals during the overnight hours, basically landing around 1.30 in the morning. And there's video of it. And then they load uh -huh. them on buses and then take them to cities all over the place. So it, uh, I, I, like, it's does stuff the border we feel closed? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, does the border feel closed? I mean, my God. Well, not only is it not closed, yeah. they're, they're systematically distributing these illegals around the country. Oh, you, I know. I, know, I, I was just listen. For? Yeah. I mean, the, the Biden administration, they said the border's closed. So, you know, they have Facebook ads. So this this <laughs> is all in anticipation for a massive amnesty deal. Oh, yeah. Which I've heard from multiple sources that multiple GOP members of Congress are looking to stab the base in the back and make an immigration deal with Democrats. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, they're also looking to stab the base in the back on the so-called Equality Act, which is nothing more than reverse discrimination. And yeah, so those are the people that we get elected. They go up there, yeah. no dinner. They go up there and they Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to have to fight back hard against that. I was about to say folks, yeah. not myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cut yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think we're going to have to have some primary challenges soon. Got to start cleaning house. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's ridiculous. It's like 
You weren't elected to make deals with Democrats. No. What did we not get about that? It's it's the D.C. syndrome of, oh, well, we I guess we should do something. So let's work with Democrats because they definitely have the best interest of American heart. What? Oh, no. no. You know, it goes back to when, like, during the Tea Party moment in 2010, you know, Matt Kibbe, when he was at Freedom Works, you know, he used to have a saying, sometimes you have to defeat the Republicans before you can defeat the Democrats. Yeah, true. It's becoming clearer by the day. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't like that route, of course, but hell, I mean, what's Democrat light or a, a liberal Democrat? Sorry, both. Well, my might as well have a conservative in there. And, and if there's someone who can who can challenge and wants to make that happen, I'll support that person. And it's clear on, you know, the January 6th commission trash, too, because, you know, these GOP members are like, oh, well, you know, why not? Let's just set up a commission and an investigation because, you know, the Democrats can definitely be trusted. It's not like they abuse the entire uh, spying and law enforcement system of the United States to uh, specifically target conservatives and make up a fake entire bull collusion thing about Trump. Like the people that say that, like, oh, well, we should operate in good faith. What good faith? Yeah. The Democrats are a party of zero good faith. I mean, exactly. what, has, I mean what has, I mean, how many times do you have to, do we have to show you? You have nothing to gain by working with these people. They yeah. don't have America's best interests at heart. Yeah. Remember, it, as Kurt says, they want you dead. So, exactly. Exactly. I mean, that shit makes me so mad. There's no yep, benefit. There's no benefit to working with Democrats. None. Yeah. Zero. You're not going to get anything good done. Uh, and it's it's like it's just totally ridiculous. But I could talk about that all day. Same here. Um, we have uh, GOP member of Congress Hinson. Ashley Hinson of Iowa. Never even heard of her, but she is introducing legislation to hold Kamala Harris accountable because the border czar herself has done zero to help the border, hasn't even been there. And that's going to be interesting. I mean, nothing's going to happen from that. Same thing like McCarthy's resolution to remove the ridiculous masking order from Congress. You know, they're living in a uh, fantasy land up there, I guess, where the House doctor's like, oh, well, this abides by CDC guidance. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Like, it literally doesn't. The CDC said you don't need masks indoors. You know, I'm here in New Jersey right now, and it's like a different fucking reality from when I just left Virginia, where they had removed the mask mandate. And here, uh, King Phil Murphy says, no, 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 no. We need to keep the mask mandate indoors in place, even though we're going to remove the capacity limits. Yeah. What fucking sense does that make? I know. These Democrats, I mean, they're out of control. It's it's really something. I mean, and this is the only state in the lower 48 that still has that bull. Yeah. You know, and, and and they're trying to pass legislation here in New Jersey, the Democrats in the state house, which every single one of them is corrupt. Yeah. But they're trying to pass legislation here to give more power to the governor. Yeah. More. Whereas in Pennsylvania, the voters just handed the Democrat governor a resounding defeat. With uh, a is it a constitutional amendment that they put into place, or uh, it's something I, I forget. But it was maybe a referendum or something yeah, that basically yeah. restricts the emergency powers of the governor because these people are out of control. Out of control, it is out of control. You know, you should you should go to Chipotle uh, and uh, record your your outing without a mask on and see what happens. Uh, not here. If I'm going to eat, it's not the fucking Chipotle. I'll tell you that. I know. <laughs> uh, there's much better places here. Oh, uh, for sure, for sure. You're, you're you know, I mean, the thing is, these business owners don't like it, and they don't want to be doing it. But 
you know, God forbid they have someone from the state walk in and they get fined oh ten fucking thousand dollars. Ridiculous. You know, it's 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 really ruled by oppression here. So we'll see. I think he's going to cave because there's an election this year. But people here are not happy about it. So, and some people are bucking the mask stuff themselves. You know, uh, I know somebody who went grocery shopping the other day without a mask and didn't have any problems. So, we'll see what happens. Pray for the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Former immigration officials Mark Morgan, Tom Homan, Ken Cuccinelli, uh, all three great American patriots, have come out condemning Mayorkas's job performance as the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, uh, which shocking. They make someone who thinks that illegal immigration should be a not crime and makes him the secretary of DHS. Is this really surprising? I know. <laughs> like it, we we knew this was going to happen and it's one thing after another with the Biden administration it's yeah. just non-stop king of the american people yeah and, and i mean it's it's out of control it's it's yeah it's it's prioritization of illegal immigrants over american citizens did yeah. you know that hud has a rule in place housing and urban development has a rule in place that you can't prioritize us citizens over illegals what? Yep. Yep. God. That was just. Well, you know what? Listen, listen, you know what? It sucks, but there was an election. And you know what? If people are upset about it, you know what? Listen, this is this is your bed, you know? Well, yeah, elections have consequences. And yep. here we are. Yep. Here um, you go. I don't want to hear anything. It's kind of like. I, uh, <laughs> I, well, I've heard from quite a few Biden voters that say, man, we fed up. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It goes back to the, it goes back to the, you know, I think a lot of people, obviously a lot of people didn't like his, his Trump's personality, but they liked his policies. And when it came election time, they decided that the former weighed more than the latter. And in doing so, they sacrificed the latter, which was economic vibrancy. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, you know, saying, uh, that goes, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, that was the Trump economy. I mean, those were the golden years. We lived through the most recent golden years for four years. Yep. And I mean, we kind of realized it at the time, but now even more so in hindsight, realize it. Oh, for sure. I mean, I was just thinking about it last night. I mean, like right now we have, you know, I mean, before we had gas lines, border crisis, a war in Gaza. We had a jobs report that was off by like three, 730,000. When Trump was the first 18 months of Trump, we had tax cuts. We got bonuses. We got repatriation of funds. We got job creation. We got the highest consumer. And small business confidence, uh, you know, readings in, in years, unemployment at a fifty-year low across the board. Yep. I mean, there was endless good news, endless, fantastic economic news, and now we got you know Joe Biden, sleepy Joe Biden, talk, you know, basically saying how, well, just getting a, a little over a quarter million of the one million projected is actually a good thing because yeah. it's a good thing because I'm president. Good thing. Something. Oh, yeah. Well, then you also got inflation. You got. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The yeah. The inflation. You got yeah. Russia on the move. You got China on the move. You know, nobody respects him globally. Um, he's stabbing our allies in the back while giving Russia gifts. You know, it, it, it's unbelievable. And let's talk about Israel here, because yeah. uh, this has turned into quite a show and it shouldn't be. It's it's common sense here. You have. The Israelis who are defending themselves against terrorists firing rockets into their country. And you have a situation now where the Hamas terrorists continue to do so, right? 
There's calls basically from most of the international community for a ceasefire, which we'll get to in a second. But further, you have Democrats in this country who are trying to stop the U.S. from resupplying the Israeli military through a massive $750 million arms deal. Yeah. And Biden, I, I hear, is actively entertaining the idea. Yeah. Can, I, it's a total betrayal yeah. of our best ally in the Middle East yeah. to appease the terrorist-loving, radical left-wingers of his party. Yeah. Hey, listen, we all said it. He was never going to be able to stand up to the far left of his party. Here it is. And here we are, yeah. So, and and of course, Biden now says, well, we need a, you know, de-escalation and ceasefire. And he only says that to Israel, not to the terrorists in Gaza. Yeah. And you have terrorists in Lebanon firing. You have Iranians firing armed drones, apparently, according to reports. And this comes after Rashida Tlaib, who, of course, is a terrorist sympathizer, yeah. uh, perhaps more, you know. The, um, the mouthpiece for Hamas on the Hill. She and she is, she is the chief propagandist for Hamas, yes. And what did she do? She confronted Joe Biden when he was in Michigan earlier this week about U.S. support for Israel. So it took one person, one terrorist lover to confront him, and he crumbles like a little piece of Yeah. Crap. And I loved that Bibi, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, said no to Joe Biden. Yeah. He said, no, we're not going to cease fire right now. We're going to finish the job. And I hope they do finish the job. And if it takes rolling tanks into Gaza and a permanent occupation of Gaza, then do it. Ooh. Because it's, it's, it's time, you yeah. know? We can't have this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we can't have this. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just so f***ing ridiculous that people around the world are like, oh, well, it's time for a ceasefire. There's oh. there's yeah. many different things going on here. One, Israel has obviously its border crossings into Gaza closed, right? Yeah. Well, they tried to temporarily open to allow humanitarian aid through that Israel was paying for, right? Yeah. And what happened as soon as they opened it and tried to bring in medical supplies and food for the citizens of Gaza that are apparently so oppressed under Hamas, they fired mortars at the f-ing convoys trying to cross. Oh, God. Okay, so that happened. Why would Israel do such a thing? Right, yeah. <laughs> and earlier today, you have Angela Merkel, who I never agree with, comes out and says, Israel 100% has the right to defend itself fully here, and they should, they should do whatever they, they feel is necessary. You know? In, yeah. in what world... Would any other country accept this as a status quo? You're just going to allow rockets to be fired into your country? Yeah. It's not, an unprecedented not. assault on, on sovereignty by these f***ing crazy people who are in charge of governments around the world saying that they, you know, Israel needs to back down. No, they weren't the ones that started this. No, they never are. Yeah. It, it, and it, it, and And... Uh, I highly encourage you all uh, to watch the clip of Dan Bongino and Geraldo on Fox. Yeah. Where Geraldo was basically parroting Hamas propaganda. Ugh. And Bongino's like, what the f- are you talking about? Yeah. 
And the same thing happened with Katie this morning with, uh, with Geraldo on Fox. She's like, you're just parroting Hamas talking points. You know, our media has been fully infiltrated. A lot, a lot of the leftists in our government are obviously supporters of the Palestinians. And it, it really is unbelievable to me yeah. that we've even reached this point. Yeah. It shouldn't really be controversial at all. Right. Right. It is. So, it's I mean, just... it's not controversial to us, but these people are like. Well, they think that Israel is like a, you know, a Nazi state. Yeah, ironic. Literally, right? literally, ironically. I mean, you've seen those, you've seen those cartoons, you know, with the, uh, yeah. you know, the Israeli soldier and he looks in the mirror and he has like a swastika around his, his arm. It's just like, what? What? It's ridiculous. And the lengths that Israel goes to to avoid killing civilians is yeah. also well beyond anything that I would do. I guess spokesman uh, on Twitter, folks, is a great account. You actually see in real time there was a, a missile strike that was called off because there were they, they didn't know, but they, there were reports of children inside, and they're like, you know what, we're not going to risk it. That, that's not what we do. We're not. Well, the and that's and that's what Hamas does. Yeah, is they use human shields, which in itself is a war crime. Yeah, it's 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 totally shield. They, they use institutional shields with like the press because they were obviously operating out of that building with with where the ap was operating for years yeah. and yep. you know what i mean sorry and they gave fair warning they always give warnings through text messages through leaflets you know we're gonna bomb this place there's terrorists there not our not not your fault it's their fault but hey <laughs> they're firing rockets it's crazy so, it's just crazy so and it is insane how surgical they are. I mean, Israel is just, I mean, after years of, of fighting these wars, I mean, it's just, I mean, oh, yeah. top notch surgical precision and, and also minimizing civilian casualties. They, I mean, God, no, I mean, what, what, how, how many yards of terrorist uh, funnel uh, tunnel networks have they, have they collapsed? I mean, yeah. it's just, I mean, we're at a lot of that. They've destroyed 800 Hamas. Uh, military positions essentially either rocket firing places or places they're storing the rockets and stuff like that but yeah. it's it's surgical precision that they're doing here yeah i mean me i carpet bomb the shit out of them yeah i mean if we if we ever did this and i'm not saying that our military is not bad but like you know we don't have you know a lot of experience uh, in terms of bombing you know populated cities like this you know on a almost a yearly basis yeah. <laughs> You we know, would have we, we would have leveled Gaza by now if it, if it was us. I mean, the, the munitions we have. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the crazy thing here is like, in order to finish this job, yeah, they need to go in. Yeah, and they haven't yet. I guess they're trying to see if they can finish this through airstrikes and staying out or whatever. Yeah. But like, I don't see how that's going to happen, right? Yeah, that happens either. So you know, maybe you I, can have a ceasefire, but it's how long is that going to last? Yeah, well, and during the ceasefire, they're just they're just going to rebuild those those rocket launching sites, right. and and you know, it's it's I I agree with you. I think I think they are. I think they do want to go in. I think they're just going over every possible scenario with regards to you know the casualty and forced depletion reports and everything because you know urban urban warfare is nasty. You know, yeah. well, that's, all, that's all their armored vehicles are going to be incredibly exposed in those streets. Yeah, um, you know, it, I, I mean, Hamas. Does, I mean, Hamas has a ton of you know firepower of their own in terms of this type of warfare. It's going to be bad. I mean, Israel learned in 06 when they went up. I mean, it wasn't Hamas; it was Hezbollah. But in in the the August war, uh, when they went into southern Lebanon because they were also firing rockets into Israel, 
you know, they were kind of, you know, it was not, it was not a pushover. They were a little taken aback by how scrappy and how uh, organized and yeah. well-trained the Hezbollah fighters were. So they're, um, they're not taking anything for granted as, 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 as they shouldn't, but. But that kind of guerrilla warfare, I think is exactly why they need to go in because I don't think that they can fully oh, no. problem out with, you know, just airstrikes or missiles or yeah. anything. Like that. And the, agreed, totally agreed. And, and, and then, and the diplomatic route is out because you mean, you're going to really trust Hamas to, you know, disarm. I mean. Well, what the, I think what they really need to do is a uh, regime change. Yeah. I think they need to go in and take out, all of Hamas, including the leadership who are in control of the government of uh, the Palestinian Authority, and crush them out. Yeah, and that'll, that'll that'll finish it. You know, maybe that that could be Netanyahu's uh, you know promise uh, for his new government when he uh, <laughs> forms it. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think it was very clear that by his rival on the right dropping out of being given the mandate to form a coalition government. They're behind Bibi, and he has the mandate here to do what needs to be done. And Israelis are tired of this. You know, I think it's unique in the fact that they got a taste of peace during Trump. Mm -hmm. And now here we are just a few months into into the Biden administration. and Biden gives Hamas a ton of money, uh, which, of course, was spent immediately on terrorism. And and here we are. And he's more or less asleep at the switch. Yeah, in terms of, I mean, Bush. I mean, for all his faults, Obama and 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 Bush. I mean, they were they were very plugged in to when you know Bibi went into Gaza six years, you know, seven years ago in fourteen. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, happened again in 08, the tail end of Bush's uh, term. Yep. So I mean, at least and in they, the meantime, yeah, you I mean, have they, Iran making a bomb. Yep. Which is a huge threat to Israel. Yeah. Because they're not going to fire an ICBM at us. Oh, it'd be them. It, yeah, it would be Israel. Or they, you know, they put the bomb into the back of a truck and take it into Israel. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know? they can hit sites in in Europe as well. Yeah, um, I mean it's. Uh, uh, yeah, we all you know, and we said it during the campaign. Joe Biden in foreign policy, he has been a hundred percent wrong a hundred percent of the time, and here we are. Not surprising. Oh, did you see, by the way, remember when everyone the other day with that Ford electric vehicle made a big deal about Joe Biden driving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that it wasn't actually him driving? What? Yeah, the passenger seat had a steering wheel on it. Oh, it was like it was like, it was like a driver's ed car. It was yeah, the, the Secret <laughs> Service was driving. <laughs> yep. Classic. Uh, yeah, hey, listen, he's old. Old people can't drive. It's like No, I know. Guy. I mean, I was uh, when yeah, it first like came out, I was like, I can still drive. Yeah, right. All right. It's like that episode of uh, South Park, Grey Dawn. He probably would have ran over somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's finish up the show here today with a little bit of interesting talk about UFOs, because I I did a lot of down the wormhole the other night. And Fox has been on this story for like the past three nights. It's it's very interesting and very scary. It is. interesting from the fact of some of this footage that's coming out is just unbelievable. Uh, and I highly encourage you to go check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, you know, these Navy fighter pilots say they've never seen anything like it. And uh, it, it goes against all laws of physics. And now someone came out and said it, it was, it was Israel's former spy chief or something like that. I think that was like, yeah, Trump's got all the goods on uh, all of this extraterrestrial shit and knows all about it. 
<laughs> be ironic if Trump just blows this out in <laughs> one of these days. Um, but now the former head of the Pentagon's UFO program says that the U.S. is in possession of, quote, exotic materials from a UFO craft. Oh, my. So, the, I mean, this story is interesting. And you, and you know my opinion on this, that yeah. if they do come yeah. here, we're, we're oh, yeah. Independence I mean, Day level. I mean, did you uh, see what they were describing? You know, when these guys were encountered the, 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 these craft, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, it, it defies physics. There, it, there's no evidence of any sort of propulsion system, and it goes at like thirteen thousand miles per hour. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Yep, on video too. Yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. It's uh, it's one of those things. It's like yeah. if they come, we're finished. Yeah. Go go into your bunkers because yeah. they're exactly. not coming in peace. You know, that's what I said to someone the other day. I'm like. You really think they're going to take a an intergalactic journey to come in peace? Yeah, really. Come say hello. Yeah, not happening. So, <laughs> but it's just one of those things that I had to bring up on here because, yeah, it's it's, all, you know, all these years of thinking that these people were crazy conspiracy theorists, and now the Pentagon's like, yeah, no, it's it's true. Like <laughs> what? We <laughs> 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 just open that news out there, so. All right. Well, anything else to add? I think we're going to wrap up today's show, right? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no good news, folks. Everything's, everything's on yeah. fire. And if you, can't, if you can't see the fire, it's because you, there's no gas around. You can't drive and see the fire. So. <laughs> well, according to the liberal media, everything's great. Oh, yeah, I know. Everything's fantastic. Right? Totally fantastic, spectacular, just unbelievably great. Uh, <laughs> that's basically what this oh oh i have to bring this up real quick before we get yeah, yeah. the cuomo thing you hear about chris cuomo yes i saw that oh my i mean not shocking but i mean any other person would have lost their job yeah so chris cuomo it, it, for all of you yeah, that don't any know, other party it would have been a, a scandal but because it's the cuomos and because they're democrats and because he's on cnn it's going to be like a eh moment for those of you that don't know and haven't heard this story yet chris cuomo was intimately involved in communication strategy for when the allegations of sexual misconduct and the nursing home deaths came out about his brother, Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, which, yeah, like Matt said, anyone else would lose their job, which not, you know, it's not surprising here that CNN is going to stand by him because CNN is trash. But also that came out this morning about Governor Cuomo, his approval rating is 70. Yeah, I, I don't know what. The th which further underlines that he's not going anywhere, like I said. So, Chris, Chris, I told this woman that I wanted to stick my garlic knot in her marinara sauce. I need you to give me some pointers on how to survive this. You love that line. <laughs> it's so weird, though. Like, it is. Like, was he drunk? Weird comparison, that's for sure. It is very weird. So, <laughs> maybe, maybe, right, well, maybe we should send an email to his office. Can you please clarify this garlic knot thing? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't respond. They're not going to. But. Well, that's not as bad as uh, uh, Mayor Beetlejuice, Lori Lightfoot, saying that only black people can interview me. Yeah, that sounds unconstitutional. Yeah, I'm only doing race-based interviews. Um, that sounds a bit, bit Jim Crow, but okay. <laughs> well, you know, but it, it was interesting to see that one uh, Hispanic reporter who was offered an interview said no because of the policy. Yeah that they don't want their white colleagues to be excluded. I'm like, well, that's, you know. Yeah. Stand with the whites. <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right. Well, <laughs> if you want to support us in our fight against Biden and his cabal of deep state leftists, you can do so by becoming a VIP member at Town Hall. Thank you all of you have. It's been tremendous, overwhelming support from all of you. We love you all. But if you want to join, go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off your subscription. All those who are VIP members, that means you do have access to Triggered Uncensored, which you can do. Go to townhall.com, search Triggered Uncensored, and it'll give you step-by-step instructions on how to get it. Also gives you access to our good friend, Colonel Kurt Schlichter's VIP exclusive podcast um, and a bunch of other cool stuff. So if you'd like to reach out to us, email us triggered at townhall.com. And of course, we appreciate all your five-star ratings and reviews. We will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. See ya.